I got a real good feeling about this one. <laughs> oh man, we are back, back at it. So we are on episode four, I believe. Uh, episode four, uh, we had uh, the episode one, reintroducing ourselves. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Dre. And then we went ahead on episode two, had Mr. Coach Hughes, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, last episode, we were talking about our purpose. What is your purpose? What is your why? If you truly found it, if you did your homework and you found your why, well, that means you didn't talk yourself out of any of your workouts. If you did, get your ass back on it. Find it. So, MOC coming back at you. The MOC way. Mocked fitness. Mocking shit, talking shit, and making sure we drop some knowledge. So today we're going to come at you with a little bit of organization um, in regards to some of the ideas that I wanted to talk about. So like I said, if you're not going to give me any tips or any things that you want to hear about, then I'm just going to talk about my feelings, yo. So I had a long melancholy day of which I sipped on sweet tea in the sun. It was wonderful. Now you're thinking, holy shit, is this whole podcast going to be like that? No, no, I'm fucking with you. Uh, I had some topics. I had some things. I, I, got a, I got a decent brain when it comes to trying to come up with some things, and uh, my wife helps me as well. <laughs> so in this introduction, we're going to go ahead and talk about what we're talking about, uh, give you a little rundown as far as what the show is going to look like, and give you a little insight as to who we are going to have on next week. I'm excited to have him on. Because he does not know how to talk shit, but he thinks he does. And then we'll go ahead and get on into talking some food. Uh, like every week, I want to go ahead and feature some form of new fad or new eating style. Talk about the good, the bad, the why, the why not. And then we're going to go ahead and segue right on in to if I could figure out one workout, one workout regimen, what would it be? Hmm. Think about that one while I'm talking. And then segueing all the way to the very end of what the fuck? And come on, man. And then we'll wrap it up with my closing ramblings. So that being said, I want to give a shout out to Fit Foods uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, in the community, not just fitness uh, community, but community in general, they are doing amazing big things. They are helping folks. They are making sure that people are eating healthy, eating right. Uh, man cannot say enough about that crew down there jordan you have put together a winning team you guys are amazing uh every time i go down there i, I mean you guys it, it feels like cheers everybody knows my name for those of you young kids out there that was a very popular show back in the days so fuck you for not remembering <laughs> but i digress we're gonna go ahead and make sure we talk about why crossfitters are so douchey. Even in the midst of my crossfitting, I realized how douchey I was. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, and I, I, I want to make sure we know who is going to be on next week. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, a funny story about him, and he'll tell it. I'll briefly touch on it. He wanted to fight me in the first hour that he met me. And... 
I mean, in all honesty, he was a trained fighter. He probably would have whooped my ass. Uh, but I didn't give a damn. I still talk shit like crazy because he was a young pup and he needed to learn the ropes in the personal training industry. <laughs> the one, the only, Mr. Anthony Sanbothy will be on next week. Uh, Going to be giving him the 21 questions, uh, finding out what is just the most asinine thing he's ever seen in the fitness industry, uh, get his take on nutrition in general, and yeah, just kind of talking. So uh, that all being said, let's go ahead and get on with our show. All right. So did you find your why? If you remember, that was your homework from last week. You were supposed to find your why and you were supposed to find your purpose. Now, if you did not find them, 150 burpees. You could do that while we're doing this podcast. So it's totally okay. I would like to hear you counting out loud. And uh, yeah, three, two, one, go. No, really. Like, seriously, get your ass down. Fall down, get back up. The most motivational movement in the world is a burpee. You fall down, get back up. I'm sure in the midst of falling down and getting back up 150 times, you'll find your why. And your why will be because you don't ever want to do these burpees again. But <laughs> moving forward, uh, really though, I, I, if you find your why, you guys, it's so important. When you find your why, no longer will all these fitness fads or all these uh, crazy things that you think you want out of fitness will be the primary focus and motivation. Then it will be your actual why. Uh, I was having a conversation with a new client this week. Uh, we were talking about how we're going to get her set up and how we're going to get motivation just rah, running through her. And I, I let her know it's your why. We have to find it out. And I was, I was straightforward, straight honest. I mean, we all have our, our, external, motiva- our external motivators. So, you know, we want to look sexy, you know. Even as a man, I want to look sexy. I want to have this physique that other people look at and say, damn, bro's almost 40. All right, I see you. You know, we want to have that women, you want to have that firm ass. You want to have that body that women look at and say, oh, my God, I want that. But here's the problem with focusing on aesthetics. We think that all of our problems are going to go away. And they won't. So we talked on we we touched on that uh, just last session as well. Um, just finding your physical goals is great. Achieving them is even better. But making sure that we understand that that is not your foundational why of why you're doing this will help you avoid any kind of catastrophic downfall. So we want to try to really make sure we have that focus, and and it may take time. It may take time to find that why. I typically tell people within 90 days, if you haven't found your why, then you then you got to really ask yourself, are you truly searching? Because you are going to have to get really honest with yourself. Really fucking honest. For me, I know that my external motivators are competition. I love to compete to a point where it's almost a problem. Uh, and I can accept loss I can accept what others would view as failure because of the fact that I'm processing it and trying to find out how to never have that happen again. 
uh, I look at every possible failure situation as a learning experience. It's a chance to pivot. It's a chance to adapt. Um, however, I'm still competitive like nobody's fucking business. Uh, I think my wife is probably more so because, I mean, like I said, when we play rummy, she throws cards at people. It's not cool. But uh, still, nonetheless, competitive as hell. We don't like to lose. We don't like to fail. So we want to make sure that we find that why. So my why is not competition. That's my external motivator. My why I found when I was sitting in the hospital with my son and I realized I don't ever want to have him sitting here looking at me unable to do anything. I looked at his grandpa and his grandpa on both sides, their health is so deteriorated and it's not just because they're old because I see plenty of elderly that are able to function at a very high rate. It has nothing to do with age. It has everything to do with lifestyle. It has everything to do with how you view the stresses put upon you. So my why, my deep-rooted why, which allows me to act on my rule of five and making sure that I always work out on those designated days, is how am I going to be in the future for my son and potentially my grandkids. I don't want to put that on them. They can make the decision themselves if they want to have a child, but I would like to have grandkids. But how am I going to be able to perform then? Am I going to be able to be that grandpa or that, that dad that everybody's like, holy shit, he's still in such great shape? Will I be able to go play basketball with my son? I'm not great, but I, I want to still be able to get up and down the court. You know, I, these are things that I think about now. Do I still want to compete? Oh, yeah. I get the itch to get back out there and compete in CrossFit just because that is my nature. Something about my DNA does not like just sitting here and just working out to be working out. For those of you that uh, wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning just to work out to be working out, dude, kudos to you. You are the shit. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. For those of us that have that normal mentality as far as waking up at a reasonable time and kind of meandering through your morning to get out to work out and trying to find the motivation, yeah, you probably listen to the right podcast. <laughs> so when you find that why and you find that purpose and you marriage them together, you, you allow them to collaborate, it makes for an unstoppable and I truly mean this, an unstoppable grind. The hustle, the grind becomes effortless. And it's one of those things that you just, you can't really put words to it. You get into that flow, so to speak. And that flow isn't just for that particular time period or that moment. It could be for months on end. Where you don't even realize that you're trying to be healthy because it just is your life. I mean, we, as humans, we are interesting individuals. Because of the fact that we smoke cigarettes, we drink wine, or alcohol in general. We eat bacon. 
We do these things that we know are bad for us. It's not even a, "Eh, I don't know. No, no, we know they're fucking bad for us. It says it on the fucking label for any alcohol beverage or cigarettes. This is basically impairing your judgment. This is going to kill you. It is not, it's not, it's not a possible. It is going to kill you. And we're so special as individuals. And we just say, eh, not me. (laughs) Until it does. So when you find that purpose and why and you you marriage them together, it makes it so you avoid things that you know are not good for you. It makes it so that you potentially look at your relationships and determine if they're good for you. Now, when it comes to relationships, it's not quite like food and alcohol. Food and alcohol, we can make drastic changes and it's good for you. When it comes to relationships, talk it out. See if the other person's willing to actually compromise. Don't just be like, peace out, bitches. Dre said, (laughs) I can leave. He gave me permission. (laughs) The only permission I give you is to be a fucking badass. That's the only permission I give you. To be a grade A badass that's going to attack your goals like nobody's fucking business. I do not give you permission to just drop all responsibility. And communication is a responsibility. Make no doubt about it. So, really, I just want you to focus. Like, what, what is your why? How, how can I help you get to your why? What are some things that would be beneficial to hear on this podcast that can help you find that why? And I can tell you right now, doing prioritizing yourself is going to really help you uh, focus. It's going to really narrow down that scope. So, my biggest tip to you right now is prioritize yourself. You have to put yourself first. When you're on the plane, I know you hear plenty of motivational speakers say this, when you're on the plane, if the mask drops down, put your mask on first before you help others. It's the same thing in life. Make sure you secure your mask before you start focusing elsewhere. Find your purpose. Find your why. So, When you find your purpose and you find your why, make sure that you don't tread on others, which is a perfect segue into if I could choose any workout, any workout regimen whatsoever, which would it be? Now, automatically, folks, I bet you you're probably thinking, Dre, stop acting like you're trying to actually think about this one. We know that you would choose CrossFit and you're wrong. Now you're thinking, oh, well, process of elimination. I bet you you would choose powerlifting. Wrong again. All right, well, third time's a charm, running. No, you're so wrong. I would actually choose what has always been the most challenging fitness regimen I've ever, ever embarked upon. And I really, like, I would definitely advocate for anybody and everybody to partake in this particular form of fitness and it's yoga there are so many different forms of yoga there's power yoga there's just your traditional flexibility yoga 
There's calm yoga. There's Bikram yoga. There's strength yoga. There's so many different things. You're focusing on mobility, range of motion, strength through certain positions, stability. Oh, I already said stability. Drinking game. Throw one down. So you're focusing on all of these major, like, perspective not perspectives major components sorry major components of fitness and if you think oh well where are you going to get your cardio at number one don't be that douchebag because remember the definition of getting cardiovascular work is not just going out and running it's whatever makes your heart rate pump faster so if you sit there and say, well, where are you going to get your cardio from? You're no better than the powerlifters that say, oh, I was able to get this without doing cardio. You, you got your heart rate pump and therefore you did fucking cardiovascular work. <laughs> but bringing us back on track. Yoga. You're, you're incorporating core strength. You're incorporating all of your limbs. You're incorporating your mind, soul, your spirit. Everything is going into this all-encompassing fitness regimen. Too often I hear folks say, oh, well, fitness is a lifestyle. And yoga is definitely a freaking lifestyle. You want to be a yogi? You better figure it the hell out. There's no way in hell I could be a yogi. I have a great story back when uh, when we owned um, a brick and mortar, when we had MOC CrossFit. Um we brought in yoga and I have done a really good job at being mobile through specific ranges of motion, i.e. a squat, deadlift, or toes to bar. And toes to bar is very suspect. But <laughs> I've, I've found ways to make it so I look like I'm fairly mobile until I don't look like I'm mobile. <laughs> so, Christine Sattler, she was our yoga instructor, amazing gal. She is, uh, has moved on and is now focusing on music. She's a musician, so if you ever catch her around Portland, good luck, first off. Uh, but uh, she has some pretty amazing music out there, so look her up. I think she's on Spotify. Uh, Christine Sattler, S-A-T-T-L-E-R. Uh, great musician. But she was our yoga instructor, and I'll never forget... Uh, the one and only time that I took her class, um, and she didn't purposely try to call me out. It was my ego that got in the way. Uh, let me repeat that. My ego got in the way. Did you hear it? She didn't try to do anything that would make me feel bad. Nobody in class did. My ego did. So now we can continue. So uh, she looked at me and said, hey, hey, Dre, let's try to get a little bit further into this uh, position. I can't even remember what this position was. And I looked at her and just shook my head. I didn't even try to say anything, just head shake. And she walks over and she whispers at me. She says, man, come on. I know you could do it. You, you were able to do a lot of positions as far as like squats and pistols. I know you could do this. And I just looked at her and like she was crazy. I was like, you're going to have to give me a modification because this shit ain't happening. So, uh, and it's not the only time I've taken yoga. I've taken a lot of stretch or yoga classes. And the caloric burn that I get, the core strengthening, the, the limb strengthening, the balance, the, everything, it's so amazing. It's literally the most all-encompassing workout regimen that you could do. Now, if it's movement, 
Well, that's different. If I can only do one movement, that would be saved for next week. So if you want to know what is the only, if, if I could only do one movement, what would it be? You're going to have to come back next week. But uh, that being said, I, I really feel like uh, when, when we talk about your purpose and why, really also find out a workout regimen that's going to be sustainable. Because if you work with a personal trainer, unless you have excess funds, working with a personal trainer for the rest of your life probably is not going to be a sustainable program. So eventually you're going to have to either A, figure it out for yourself, or B, win the fucking lottery. So when you're working with your trainer, and I used to train my trainers when I, when I had trainers, uh, my coaches, when I, so when I was a fitness director at Bally's and when I, was, uh, when I had my own uh, CrossFit and I worked with guys and gals, I, I focused on them understanding our purpose as a trainer and as a coach is to train or coach or educate in general the masses to be able to do this on their own. It's too stressful if you're a trainer and you want to take on everybody's shit. If you're the type of trainer that can, by all means do it. But I can promise you if you have a family, you're leaving something short. I am a big fan of work and life balance. And if you're working so much that you can barely focus on your family or you don't you're not able to get to certain events or you don't see them or they have to come to where you're at, that means your work life balance is out of whack. And just like Thanos says, everything needs balance. Perfect harmony. <laughs> so for me, I think uh, yoga would be my choice. Um, so that helps me kind of move into the, uh, the talk that I had at the introduction, CrossFitters being so douchey. Um, yeah, dude, stop being douchebags. Just saying, you know, <laughs> I was, I was that guy as well, where it was like, literally, uh, you want to talk to me? Well, be prepared to talk about fitness. Be prepared to look at some videos of me deadlifting 600 pounds, because that's what I do, even though you don't do fitness. So how could you find this even remotely entertaining? One thing CrossFitters, I think, have gotten out of is the ability to listen. And it's if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, oh, what are you talking about? I could listen. I'm listening to this podcast. Yeah, well, you're being a little bit of a douchebag still, <laughs> even listening to the podcast. Um, I had too many CrossFitters that I coached that didn't listen. And then they wondered why they got hurt. So it's no wonder that when it comes to conversation out in the regular world, you have a hard time listening to folks that are not on the same quote-unquote wavelength as you in regards to doing CrossFit. Now, just because you don't listen doesn't necessarily make you douchey. It's what you do in those moments of not listening that makes you douchey. So not many other fitness programs talk down on uh, conjoining fitness programs like CrossFit does. Other programs will tell you, oh, you probably shouldn't do that because you'll get hurt, which is already proven that it is a complete falsity that you will not get hurt doing CrossFit. You'll get hurt by having a bad coach. So that's, that's probably what the sentence is supposed to be. Oh, well, hopefully your coach is good because otherwise you could, you could get hurt. But CrossFit, 
I found myself doing this once or twice, and I know that it happens a lot in the community uh, because I've been around a lot of douchebags, and they talk down on anything that's not CrossFit. I've seen CrossFitters talk down on powerlifting until powerlifting was brought into the CrossFit Games. I saw CrossFitters talking shit on cyclists. Oh my God, your range of motion is just specific to this blah, 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 and trying to talk science when is all you did is just went and got a weekend warrior certificate. And then all of a sudden, guess what was brought into CrossFit? Now CrossFitters go out and buy bikes. The way you can prevent yourself from being so douchey is start thinking for yourself. Think outside of the box. It's funny that we say that because CrossFits are are called boxes. So think outside of the box. Just saying. It's healthier out there. Utilize the CrossFit regimen for exactly what it is. It is a regimen. Fuck you in saying that it's a lifestyle. It's not a lifestyle. It's not. It's a fucking regimen. A lifestyle is something that is sustainable for the rest of your life. Can CrossFit be a lifestyle? Yes. Is it right now? No, because motherfuckers don't know how to scale things or load manage things in the manner that it is supposed to. For some reason, CrossFit has this mentality and a majority of the coaches have the same mentality that society has given. And it's go hard until you're broke. CrossFit. You did not have to come at it with the same mindset of, well, if it looks like a chicken, clucks like a chicken, then it's a chicken. If they're calling you a chicken, show them that you're a freaking swan. Show them that there's so much more to CrossFit than what everybody thinks. For me, when I coach CrossFit or when I used to coach CrossFit, I loved the challenge of showing people that there's so much more to it than you realize. When you have the right coach, they're going to focus on your form, technique, and range of motion far before they ever put weight in your hands. They're going to ask you if you have any injuries that prevent you from doing specific movements. And they're going to watch you like a hawk. And they're going to make sure that you are right there with them and you're going to feel extremely comfortable. Because you already did the hardest thing in coming into a CrossFit gym. So, CrossFitters. Hopefully... You heard all of the message, not just the why are you so douchey, because if you heard the just why are you so douchey, you probably stopped listening to the podcast already, all the tens of you. So focus, be nice, be warm, be accepting, and scale the shit out of things, because not everybody is Matt Frazier. Just saying. All right. So Nutrition. Now that we've gotten the CrossFitters being douchey and what workout program would I do? Nutrition. The focus this week is plant-based. I'm going to keep it quick. And you're going to hear my chair creaking around because I have restless leg syndrome or something like that. So plant-based is, to be totally honest with you, quite amazing. You can get your protein. You can get a lot of it. You can get healthier protein. And you can actually, like, get things that look and have the same texture and taste as meat. Now, I had one of the funniest questions asked me. Well, if you're going to get something that looks and has the same texture as meat and taste, then why don't you just get meat? 
Well, there's there's a number of, of reasons. Um, first, let's start with the environment. For all of you that think that uh, we are not going through extreme environmental changes, um, I bet you, you probably also think the earth is flat and you probably also think uh, certain individuals are geniuses. Um, and I, I, I don't know what to say to that. I try to, I try to be as PC as possible, but, uh, yeah, in that situation, there's nothing PC that I can't say. So I'm just going to listen to my mom's small voice in the back of my head. This is, if you don't have something nice, just don't say it at all. Um, but when it comes to plant-based, the, the toughest thing is finding the appropriate products that actually don't have a lot of the additives that actually make it so that it is counterproductive in doing your plant-based nutrition. So do your research. It's no different than if you're purchasing meat. You want to make sure that you have uh, grass-fed and grass-finished meat uh, if you were to do meat. So same thing goes for, for plant-based. You want to make sure that the product that you have has the least amount of additives and is actually healthy for your body. Is, is it difficult for sustain, sustainability? Yeah, it's difficult. Now, this is where lifestyle comes into play. You want that physique. You want that energy. 90%, I, w- I would go out on the limb and say 90%. Most would say 80. So science and most would say 80. But I'm going to go ahead and say fake news. 90% <laughs> of your goals are nutrition. And the reason why I say 90 is because of the fact that you can go six days of amazing nutrition, but you have that one day on the weekend that you fuck it up. Well, now you you're, you're dug yourself a hole. So 90%, make it more important. That's like a low A, focus. <laughs> now, should you do it? Should everybody do it? Yeah. The science is there that proves that plants are the only thing that actually create protein. You tell me one mammal that actually creates protein, like scientifically creates protein bonds, and I'll give you a fucking high five. I'll give you a hat, an MOC fitness hat. They're pretty cool. I would want one. But, needless to say, plants create a protein. When it comes to animals, whether they're herbivores, omnivores, or carnivores, they consume protein to repurpose it. We don't create it. The only life form on this planet that creates protein is in fact plants. I mean, you look at a gorilla. Those things are ginormous. They're buff. They're ripped. They are plant-based. Those big teeth are for, for fighting and for intimidation. They are not for eating meat. So when it comes to some of the basics of just what plant-based is comprised of, those scientific aspects are, are pretty important. Now, if you also look at your internal aspects of it, I mean, I, I can go on for, for hours when talking about the effects inside your body of eating plant-based versus meat. And it's astronomical. Now, because of the fact that I don't have an hour to talk about it, I'm going to tell you that you should watch 
game changer. Now, you might roll your eyes, but it's the first documentary when it came to food that, yeah, it does have a little bit of bias because it's talking about a game changer, being a plant-based. So most things out there nowadays have a bias. But two things. If you watched either the Taylor Swift or Aaron Hernandez documentaries and you have not seen or made time to watch Game Changers, you can get a big fuck you because it's your body that you were ignoring. This is the first documentary when it comes to plant-based that doesn't just try to talk to the efficacy of eating meat, but it talks to the science talks to the cholesterol, talks about the, the difference between soy uh, bonds and, and, and lactose bonds, talks about the difference between estrogen and protein and testosterone. It talks about all the important things that you need to know. It completely debunks with science. It debunks all the bullshit that you have been fed your entire life. It's changed my life. Do I eat 100% plant-based? No. But I can tell you right now, when I eat meat, I fucking feel it. My joints hurt. I'm bloated. I get that big bodybuilder gut. And it's not comfortable. I've been able to maintain a pretty solid physique simply by eating plant-based. And I've been able to actually get back to my more athletic physique by eating plant-based and working out more. Now, did we eat meat the other day? Yeah, had a wonderful steak that my Uncle Mike, got, that I got from my mom through my Uncle Mike. That was a confusing sentence, but I'm sure you can put it together. So, I, I mean, the big question is, is why not? Why not go plant-based? Go 80-20. Fuck doing that paleo shit. 80-20. There are so many substitutes out there in regards to meat, meat-based, uh, plant-based products that are meat substitutes. So many products out there. You owe it to yourself to just try it. And you might think, oh, well, I need to research that. And that's a hot topic for me because I used to have clients tell me that I have to research that. And I spend a lot of my time researching this information and testing it out and testing out different nutritions to see how they work, see how you're going to feel at certain periods of time. And when I hear people say, oh, I should research that. Well, I didn't see you researching that when you were putting dark matter into your body, uh, a.k.a. dark matter being either a pre-workout, which is technically what that is, or the BS that you put in your body at, on the weekends when you're drinking. Did you research that? So stop being a jackass and actually take a fitness professional's point of view or uh, input. Now, am I telling you that you should take my word for gold? No, because I will also tell you, whereas you should be eating plant-based and eating healthy and clean, that having a candy bar here and there is not a big deal. But we talked about my candy addiction in the last episode. So, yeah. <laughs> but in the end, when it comes to plant-based, I would say out of all the different nutrition plans that I've tried myself, it is the best I've felt. It is the best I've performed as an athlete. And it's the best I've ever come back from a long period of time of being off.
So I would say that I, I really would recommend just trying it. Try doing maybe your breakfast plant-based or try doing just your, your dinner plant-based. Something, a substantial meal that's you're going to actually feel the difference. And then do yourself the damn favor of watching Game Changers, you dip, if you haven't. If you have watched it, I apologize for calling you a dip. You're an amazing person. So, that's going to lead me into my come on, man, section. So, <laughs> I, <clears throat> I had a come on, man moment when I was actually talking uh, with my mom. Uh, and she had the nerve to say, we're all going to die sometime. And I had this, I think something might have exploded in my brain. I think I might have lost a couple brain cells due to just lack of oxygen going to my brain because something exploded and expanded and trapped. Because is all I could think is, if that's the route you're going, then just go jump out in front of a bus. It might be a lot less painful than the route you're going by eating like shit. Now, if you're going to have the mentality of we're all going to die sometime, that's the worst mentality to have when living life. You have every fucking day that you're living. Now, if you're living every single day thinking we're all going to die sometime, that means you're just waiting for your moment to die. Now it's just like the, the movie on Netflix, uh, The Invention of Lying, where people just say, oh, you know what, I'm just waiting for the man up in the sky. I'm just going to live my best life. I don't need to be, in a, I don't need to be married. I don't need, I'm just going to wait for that. I'm going to get my mansion in the sky. So don't ever say we're all just going to die. Is that the truth? Yeah, we all do just die. In, in the end... Plants are the superior life form on this planet. They are harvesting us to feed on our corpses when we die. Think about that. <laughs> so, if anything, make sure that you're a healthy specimen for the plants to consume. Otherwise, you're just feeding into this toxicity world uh, by putting your toxic-ass body into the ground, you nasty fucker. <laughs> I'm not calling my mom a fucker. I would, but I'm not calling her that right now. I'm speaking in general. And then I had my what the fuck moment when I saw someone the other day uh, running, full on running jumpsuit, everything was out for a run. It was, he was sweating and he comes walking into the store and was just happened to come in when I was walking in. And uh, one of the employees knows him and he sits there and, Asked him, hey, you out for a run? He's like, yeah, man, just put in my four miles. Got to get that cardio up. And he just walks on over, grabs beer. I didn't think anything of that. It's like, whatever, grab a beer, enjoy it, carb load, do your thing. My come on, man, my what the fuck moment came when I came back outside and I saw him walking by smoking a cigarette. And I'm just sitting here thinking, that is classic America. So, I have spoken too much in regards to all the other topics. I don't really have much time for my rambling. So, as all I can say is, if, you've, if you're in Portland, do yourself a favor. Jump on over to the Fit Foods. Uh, holler at Jordan. Tell him I sent you. He'll hook you up for sure. 
They have amazing food. Um, try it out. My favorite, it sucks, they got rid of lasagna. Lasagna was my favorite. Uh, but now my favorite is the turkey mac with a little bit of garlic on top. Amazing shit. And then if you're a CrossFitter, get your ass on over to CrossFit X Factor, one of the premier best CrossFits I've ever been to and had the pleasure of coaching at. Uh, and then if you're just not a CrossFitter, there's Move Fitness right up on Mall 205. Great place to go to. They have bumper plates. They have cro- they have treadmills. They have classes. They have everything. And they're pretty cheap. They have a great day fee. So come on in. They have a pool too. Uh, so yeah, do yourself a favor, you guys. One big thing, find that why. The next big thing, champion the shit out of your life. Until next week, when I got Anthony on the docket, I'll be actually going down to his gym, so there might be some noise in the background. Uh, You guys stay champion-like, and as Ron Burgundy would say, I know that's random as fuck, but he just popped in my head, so I got to go with it. As Ron Burgundy would say, you stay classy, folks.